Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the unconscious patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. Whether you're a seasoned pro or a total newbie, knowing the five most important things about frequency work offers a big picture perspective of frequency work that can give important context to the journey you're about to begin or to the one that you're already on. Sometimes it's important to take a step back and look at the greater context because it's so easy to get so focused on the problems or challenges we're trying to resolve that we can forget the big picture of what is possible. If you've been wanting to share frequency work with a friend, but you're not sure what to tell them it's all about, this episode would be a great one to share. After the discussion, we get to the most important part of this episode. The group frequency calibration associated with this episode is where the frequency work happens and where change actually occurs. So be sure to listen to that. Without releasing distortion patterns targeted by the GFC, the change you want will be more difficult to attain because you haven't addressed the root of the issue. Let's get going. Hey Karen, so a lot of people ask me about frequency work, mm -hmm. questions, details, and it can be kind of hard to explain sometimes. Mm -hmm. So this is a good podcast for people who want to refer something to someone for more information yeah. about frequency work. Sure. So it, this is the top five most important things about frequency work, correct? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so what's number one? Sure. And also, I just want to add to what you're saying. It's for those of you who sometimes get um, kind of mired in your own um, distortion patterns, you know, because you're kind of going down that path and you're on it and you're trying to resolve them. Sometimes we can forget the big picture. So that's mm. what this is also for. Bigger picture. Yeah. So the number one, number one most important thing about frequency work is it gets to the root of the problem. Okay. So what does that even mean? So when, you know, we're in life, there's always something, it doesn't matter who you are, how amazing your life seems on the outside. There's always a place we tend to get stuck. Okay, so whether it is in relationships, I mean, not just intimate partnerships, but like relationships, maybe you kind of have challenge there, or whether it's in your health, or whether it's in your abundance, or um, in your career, or wherever it is, there's a place that we tend to get stuck over and over again. And it we try to resolve it in different ways. You know, people use personal development, they use coaching, they use alternative therapies, but they can't really seem to get to the root of the problem. Mm -hmm. And the reason that they can't is because everything actually occurs on the frequency level first before it comes into physical form. So I'm gonna go way back, okay? Mm -hmm. This is a very sort of introductory concept, but it's important, I think, to remind ourselves because a lot of people forget this very important thing. Frequencies create the physical reality, okay? So backing up again, everything is vibrating, everything. And how fast or slow your vibration is dictates what it is to us, right? So for example, if you have water, right? If the water molecules are vibrating very fast, it's steam. If the molecular vibration slows down, it becomes liquid. If it slows down even more, it becomes ice, mm -hmm. okay? Imagine that on a much bigger scale, right? So if you have the vibrational level of consciousness, which is very, very high, and then you have pure source or source or the divine or oneness, whatever you wanna call it, it's extraordinarily highly vibrating, okay? We can't even measure it. It's that high in resonance. In order for there to be physical form, it needs to slow in vibration from the oneness or pure source. It drops in frequency resonance. 
and it drops and it drops and it drops and it drops. And it starts to create frequency, which then creates energy, which then, as it drops in resonance or vibrational level, even more creates physical form. The frequency is higher in, in resonance. It is what creates the physical form. We often forget that. And mm. physical form can be not just like density, like your body, but it's also your thoughts, your emotions, that type of thing. Mm. Right? So people think, oh, well, I'm just having these negative thoughts. I'm like, you're having those negative thoughts because there's a frequency or what I call a distortion pattern, which is causing that thought or that emotion or that situation to show up around you. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to explain distortion pattern for a minute. Mm -hmm. So distortion a pattern is simply anything that keeps you separate from the oneness, okay? And often there are things that we are challenged with, okay? So I'm gonna back up again and just say that, you know, from my perspective, what happens is when we come into embodiment, into the density of our bodies, what it often looks like to me is like um, a sphere of pure source energy, okay, drops into embodiment. So it drops in, in resonance and comes into a physical form. As soon as that happens, what look like layers and layers and layers of duct tape form around the sphere, okay? And the sphere is still highly vibrating. It's actually a very specific resonance, and that's what makes you you and me me. It's a mm -hmm. very specific individuation that is reflected in the rate of resonance, okay, mm -hmm. or the vibrational rate. So around that sphere, which is still itself, you have all these layers and layers and layers of duct tape, which form around the sphere. And those layers of duct tape are metaphors for things like your lineage. So meaning what your ancestors experienced very much impacts you, mm. okay? What your cultural conditioning is, your religious conditioning, all that sort of stuff, your past lives, all that stuff creates layers and layers of duct tape. So the sphere itself is totally fine, but it's weighed down by all of these layers of duct tape. Which is inherent in being human. Yes. Anyway. Exactly. It's not bad per se. No. Not to bad be a human, se. No. you will have Yes. Distortion. Yes. Right. Otherwise, just, you'd be conscious. Yeah, exactly. Okay. You wouldn't be embodied. And okay. one of the distortion patterns that we have, as you mentioned, is embodiment because it keeps us separate from being one, okay. right, with the oneness. Mm -hmm. So it's okay that you have distortion, but all the, a lot of times with these layers and layers and layers and layers of them, it can be very heavy. We can forget that we are the sphere that's part of the one, the oneness, and we forget that we're infinite, indestructible consciousness, that we are not mired in this one lifetime that's finite, that ends, you know, and that we have scarcity and all this stuff. You're actually part of the infinite. So frequency work is about releasing those layers and layers and layers of the duct tape. Mm. We're finally now at the point of consciousness where we're high enough that this work can come in and there are people like me who can do this kind of work. And it's not like a training. A lot of people ask like, how do I learn how to do what you do? It's a lot of what I do is I actually teach, right? Um, people, how to empower themselves to do this work. But it's really about who you are and not what you know, if that makes sense, mm. right? It's about how high your frequency resonance is. That's what gives you the ability to work at frequency level. Mm. So in any case, I've just cleared enough of my distortion patterns to allow myself to do that. And of course, as I evolve, my work changes because my frequency resonance goes up just like with everybody else. Mm -hmm. So to go back to the number one important thing, you're addressing the problem from the source of the problem which is at the frequency level. It doesn't matter what you do in the physical, okay? I mean, you might change things a little bit. So you can change your mindset, you can get coaching, you can get, you know, do partners or accountability partners, you can do, you can have the system and all that sort of stuff. But somehow, a lot of people still get stuck. You know, right. they can't like quite transcend it and they don't know why. Right. So 
frequency work addresses the root of the problem, the frequency. Because when you clear that, then your physical reality starts to shift to mirror what happens at that level. Yeah. Because that's the level that dictates the physical reality. That's perfect. I was just talking to someone this morning about oh, yeah? this. And she was saying how she always has problems with relationships, be it intimate or not. And she pushes people away. And it's just mm -hmm. within this theme of hers. Mm -hmm. And I was explaining to her this <laughs> so I could refer her to this podcast. <laughs> perfect. Yeah. yeah. And I was explaining it's probably something at the frequency level. And we yes. all have it. And we all have our things, you know, yeah. that we're working on. But yeah, if you if you don't get it there, it's probably not going to resolve. Leave. Yeah. 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 Because I know you had said before, a lot of people lose themselves in relationship. There's all mm -hmm. these little themes, right? Mm -hmm. Low self-worth, undeserving, all these, all these um, foundational distortion patterns as mm -hmm. well, according in even other ones. So, mm -hmm. okay, get to the root. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the thing yeah. is, you know, we've talked about this before, you and I, Tia, like, you know, I describe it as layers of an onion, right? It's like you're like yeah. chipping away. But, uh, so it's like some distortion patterns are deeper for some people than other. So for example, for her, okay. abundance may not be as, as deep in terms no, of her distortion no partner with, with, with abundance. But yeah. relationship, challenge, right? Tons of distortion. Yes. Right? So we're all different. We're all unique uh, expressions yeah. of the divine. We all mm -hmm. came in to learn different things. Mm -hmm. So your distortion patterns will mirror that. So it may be like if you, so my point is for her, her, like her, for her to clear any distortion around abundance, it's going to be very easy, yep. and it's going to shift her reality very fast. For where she'll have more, um, where she'll probably have to do more work is in relationship because it's deeper for her. Makes yep. sense. Yep. But in those areas, you can see the most change too, because when you start releasing these distortion patterns, all of a sudden the way you feel, who's attracted to you, who comes into your life, changes, mm. and then it changes everything about how you interact with the world. Mm. So. Um, it really is, I, I haven't found anything else that really resolves it quite the way frequency work yep. does. And it's not like I wave a magic wand over you and then all of a sudden it's done. I mean, you still have free will. You still have to have accountability. You still have to have a self-awareness to Confirm release the removal, removal of the distortion pattern. Right, exactly. little tests come up and you yeah. pass them. Kind yeah, of thing. exactly. Yeah. And it's really for you to clear those distortion patterns out of your field. Now, if you don't know what confirming the removal is because you're brand new, there is a second podcast that would be very helpful for you to watch called The Most Important Tool in Your Toolkit, which is, I think, episode 90 or 91, something like this. But go watch that because that's a really important thing. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Wow, thank you. Okay, so that is definitely number one. Yeah. Should we go to number two? Yeah, let's go okay. to number two. So number two is that it causes your frequency resonance to rise. And people are like, Meh. like, why is that important, right? Okay, so how high your frequency resonance is dictates everything in your reality, okay? From how you feel, like baseline, like how do you feel every day about being alive as a human, okay? Pretty simple, but mm -hmm. pretty huge, right? Just in terms of your everyday experience. Mm -hmm. It dictates how much of your reality you can co-create. So what is the reality that you actually get to experience? The harder, the lower your frequency resonance, the heavier and denser the reality is that you will call to you. That is what you experience, unfortunately. But that's really mm. what it is. Also, how you perceive your reality is dictated by how high your frequency resonance is, right? Because just imagine, if your frequency resonance is low, you're not feeling good about generally life, right? The way you filter or see the world is it kind of sucks. You know, you can't get through life. Life is happening to Victim. you. People, yeah, people are out to get you. It's always their fault. That's your filter. That, that has to do with you being 
mired in your frequency that even distortion feels patterns. Heavy just talking yeah, about it. Yeah. yeah, like all those distortion patterns are running. Your frequency resonance is really low. Not only is that what you're attracting, but that's how you perceive your reality. It sucks. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So now, if your frequency resonance is higher, then what you attract in terms of what you experience is very different, and how you feel about it is very different. Okay. The other thing too about your frequency resonance being high is that you also start to have distance from your thoughts and emotions, which we're going to get to in a little bit. But it also dictates how easily you can create manifest, which we'll also talk about in a little bit. Mm. But all of these things start to come into play. And the higher your frequency resonance is, the more you're able to be in a state of neutrality where you're not so attached to the outcomes because mm -hmm. you're more in flow. You're like, okay, if that happens, great. If yeah. this thing, other thing happens, great. If this other thing happens, great. Like, you know, you're okay with it because yeah. you also trust that you can adapt to it and yeah. that there's something there for you to learn from and to grow from. Beautiful. So that's a really Like if difference. something leaves, you let it leave. If something yeah. comes in, you let it come in. That's exactly. Yeah. yeah, and then you're more in a state of surrender from strength. I have a little story. Please. Okay, so I was driving the other day. Yeah. Merging onto the highway. Highways yeah. in Hawaii are two lanes. <laughs> or one. <laughs> but either way. Um, yeah. And the car that's supposed to, you know, speed up so I can merge wasn't quite speeding up. So I had this slight moment of like, ah, right? Yeah. Nothing crazy, but it lower. I could feel my frequency lowering in that moment. Then I get into the other lane to pass this slow guy, and I almost hit someone. Well, it oh. wasn't that close, but, yeah. you know, I didn't... They, someone was in my blind spot. Yeah. Basically... Um, I feel like my frequency resonance lowered and then I attracted a lower resonating situation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this woman was honking, like, you know, laying on the mm -hmm. horn, mm -hmm. like obnoxiously long. Yeah. Like, you know, 30 seconds or yeah. something crazy. And she was like flipping me off. I could see her in my rearview mirror. And I'm just like breathing. Like, <laughs> okay, crazy people. And I, you know, get to the red light and she's behind me and she like rolls down her window and She's, screaming, She's at screaming at me. And I'm literally, my hands have just been on the wheel and I'm breathing. And of course I'm affected because yeah, of it's, course. it's, you know, I'm a human and yeah. I was like, whoa. But I didn't say anything back. And she's like, oh, you want to flip me off? Well, I'm like, what? My hands are just sitting on the steering wheel. wheel. I thought it was the most fascinating mm -hmm. situation. And, you know, I let her like do her thing and I just moved on. Mm -hmm. You know, still slightly affected, but of I course. didn't like act out. Mm -hmm. And I thought, wow, how fascinating that, like you were saying, your your reality, the way you see the world literally changes. Like yeah. she saw me flipping her off. Oh, yeah. I don't flip people off. <laughs> I don't even like, I wouldn't even think of that. Like, right. even though she's doing it to me, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. You know, that's mean and, yeah. and I wouldn't do that. But the point is like, she saw it. Yeah. And her resonance was so low. Mm -hmm. And in comparison, I was like, Oh, I'm not going to go there. there. No, that's interesting. So you've held your, so you've learned yeah. how to hold your space, so you can keep your own frequency resonance high. Yes, which is an important thing to learn. And if you don't know how to hold your space, I recommend episode 122, uh, "Steady She Goes," holding your space. Yeah, okay? huge, huge deal. So if yeah. you don't know what Tia is talking about, which is really critical in terms of keeping your frequency resonance high, I do recommend that one. Yeah, yeah. So nice job, Tia. Yeah, but that was crazy. And, and you talk about. Um, Frequency bandwidths. Mm -hmm. We all have a bandwidth. Mm -hmm. And I I could feel I went to the lower end of mine, but mm -hmm. I still didn't like, you know, stoop to a the, completely a different, different level. Yeah. Yeah. Because you could feel how low it was. Yeah. And you didn't yeah. Get there. So, so that's kind of what's cool about frequency work. You can start to feel yeah. the difference when you're with someone at mm -hmm. a lower. And again, it's not like I'm better than you. Yeah. It's like, whoa, that just feels heavy. heavy. Yeah. Yeah. It's and then different. when she left, like when you left her, did, what happened? You just went on in your day? Yeah. There was probably about like a five minute, like, 
Yeah. You know, I needed to, to like, yeah, brush it off. off a little <laughs> yeah. bit. Yeah. But, but then, yeah. But then you're And clear. now I use the story as reference because I find it fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not like live, reliving the moment or anything. Yeah. So then you were able to come back into your own oh, yeah. higher level. Oh, yeah. And I had a great day. They had a great day. Yeah. <laughs> she probably didn't. <laughs> right. Exactly. Probably not. And probably yeah. her day, because her frequency resonance is lower, attracted more, more and more and more situations just like the one that you had. Yeah. In that particular moment, you were the one who created that, so yep. to speak. Yep. Yes. In her day. Yep. That's what you did. And she provided something else for you. Mm -hmm. But because of the two different levels of frequency resonance, how you perceived it and how you were able to use it and what your reality was, was different. Was different. Yeah? Very cool. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Yeah. So is there anything else? Yeah. So just other things too, just in terms of, just to your point about, to our point about frequency resonance being higher, mm -hmm. the opportunities you have, the people who come in, like the level of relationship that you, who, of people who come into your life, the synchronicities, the magic, the alignment, all shifts when your frequency resonance comes up. So the more, and this, you know, it's funny. It's such a key thing and people forget it, but really clearing distortion patterns naturally causes your frequency resonance to come up. That's it. Even without doing the work? So, no, no, by okay. clearing your distortion patterns. So you do do the work. So let's just imagine okay. you are doing the work and you're clearing your distortion patterns, you're confirming the removal. You don't have to think, I want my frequency resonance to go up. Got it. It just happens to go up as Got a result it. of the work happening. Of the work, yeah. okay. And that's yeah. when you have more synchronicity, more magic, more you know, all these people, et cetera. So yep. being, having your frequency resonance be high is really, really important. Cool. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. So what's number three? Number three is uh, really important, at least for me it is, and that has to do with having distance from your thoughts and emotions, mm. okay? So a lot of people get um, sucked into what I call the small S self, right, where you are identified with your ego mind and you feel like all the thoughts in your head and all the feelings that you have are true, for you. Like they, that's it. That's, that's the truth. Right? Mm -hmm. Now I'm not saying they don't, you know, that they aren't real, like in the sense that you're not experiencing them because you are. But when your frequency resonance starts to go up, because you're doing frequency work, you start to have more space from your thoughts and emotions. You recognize oh, they're just my humanness, mm. right? You're just, ha I'm having thoughts, I'm having emotions. You know, God, it feels kind of crappy right now. You know, because like, for example, in that, in that story you told of that woman, like you had the emotion of someone being angry at you. So you had a oh, response yeah. to it. Yeah. So your body is responding. You have the emotion, but you also had the recognition. This doesn't have to be mine. This resonance doesn't have to pull me down. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like you had the physiological response. You had an emotion, mm -hmm. but you also recognized that it was an emotion. Yeah. You know, yep. and it didn't have to be the experience that you had for My the rest of the day. Being yeah. For the rest of the day yeah. or even the next you know, 15, 20 minutes or whatever it was, right? right? You had the motion, it passed. So my point is you have more distance from those thoughts and emotions, which are, by the way, changing as your frequency resonance rises. As you release the distortion patterns, what you think and what you feel will shift. It's really cool. Mm. Like you stop feeling the lower level stuff mm -hmm. that we clear out, like the fear, the anxiety, the stress, all that stuff. I'm not saying you're never going to experience that ever again. Of course you are, you're human. However, it, you don't get stuck in there as much. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when you feel those things, you're like, okay, whoa, 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 wait a minute. What's happening here? What do I need to clear? Yep. Right? Yeah. So it becomes a very different experience. And you don't, you're not as victim to the mind. You know, it's like, you know, all those thoughts can spin around and it can make it kind of crazy. Yeah. But when you start to have space from them, you're like, oh, wait a minute. This doesn't have as much power over me. Yeah. And that's 100% true. Like I've been doing this work for what, over a year or two? I don't know, over a year. Mm -hmm. And... um I remember, and I had talked about it on a previous podcast, my very first major, um, what is that called? Like breakthrough or release? Um, release? 
where things get worse before they get better. Oh, detox. Detox, thank you. <laughs> my first big detox moment. And it really had to do with the thoughts in my mind and the yeah. feelings. Yeah. So I'm thinking back personally to yeah. that moment and now, and it's like, oh, wow, I haven't been at that level at all since then. Yeah, you and know? do you remember what happened? Oh, yeah, yeah. Would I, you mind explaining it? Sure, yeah. So I had all this stuff come up, and they were mostly thoughts of like low self-worth, non-deserving, but similar to when I used to be in a very dark place in okay. my teenage years. Yeah. So familiar, but old, mm -hmm. um, even to the level of wanting to end my life like crazy. Like it okay. wasn't me now, you know, yeah. so it was just all resurfacing. I texted you like, oh, I don't know, I'm going crazy. Yeah. Like, Confirm the removal. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> so I did. And then it took about, I think it was about 24 hours. Mm -hmm. um, and it like lifted. Mm -hmm. it literally lifted, like a weight lifted. Mm -hmm. And I had like little dabbles of that since then, mm -hmm. about three times. Mm -hmm. Dabbles, like mm -hmm. very, like for like an hour. Oh, you know, okay. Not a whole day, day. or 22 yeah. days. Um, and then I recognize it. And then again, the distance. Yeah. So I, I personally experience that, yeah. that distance, distance you're talking about. Yeah. It's yeah. super helpful to have Oh that. my God. Yeah. yeah. It almost feels like I can't even believe I haven't been like this the whole time. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the funny thing about frequency work is as your resonance rises, it becomes your new normal, your new normal, your new yeah. normal. And then until you have an experience like you did with that woman, you're like, oh, um, right. Yeah. yeah that's I'm not in my, a way different. different way. Nor yeah, my normal is not her normal. No. It's totally different. Yeah. yeah. Very so exciting. A, yeah. So those things are like helpful reminders. Yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. um, shall we go to four? Yeah. Number four okay. is your creation manifestation shifts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So with your frequency, with frequency work, because we're releasing distortion patterns, so I'm just going to back up a little bit. So, you know, there's a, many, many courses on how to create manifest. Yeah. And um, creation manifestation is a really uh, key and important ability that we have. We all have it. Now, what screws up our ability to manifest into form is that we have all these distortion patterns running of I'm not worthy of having those things. It's not like it, you have like ceilings of what is acceptable to you, what's not, maybe lineage patterns around shame or guilt of having too much or whatever it is, mm -hmm. okay? Whatever the distortion pattern is about whatever you're creating manifesting, there they are running around in the background, right? It's just like computer programs running around in the background. And as soon as you try to create manifests, it's like distortion patterns like, Whoa! you know, it just sort of, um, changes what it is that you create manifest because the distortion patterns are existing at the frequency level and they will attract a certain reality to you and you're running mm. them through you. So mm. until you start to clear your distortion patterns, what you create manifest will always be conditioned by them. Mm. So like I said, you're never going to clear all of your distortion patterns. That's not the point. It's just enough. Yeah. right? For your creation manifestation to change. And even for you, this has been changing. And people, like, I have people literally writing and saying, like, I have to be careful what I think, because literally within minutes or hours, what I put my attention on, like, I'll say, wouldn't it be nice if I had a new frame for my piece of art that I just bought? And all of a sudden, someone shows up with, like, you know, um, says, hey, you know, I just found this new framer up the street. And they're like, what? I didn't even know that. You know what I mean? With things yes. like this happen. Yes. You know? And, yeah. um, so whatever it is, things can be, and it seems like a little minute detail, and it is, but the you start to be able to play in that flow of being able to co-create. I think that's one of the greatest gifts of being human. Yes. Is creation manifestation. Totally. And you mentioned it too, is like things start to come to you. Yeah. There's a lot less like 
trudging to go find. Yeah. It's like you're kind of just there and they come to you. Yeah. You know? And it's really cool and they yeah. come to you in an unexpected way and all you have to do is follow really. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really, really awesome. That's exciting. Yeah. Totally. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, five? Yeah. So number five is you get to embody the best version of human that you can mm. be. Because the thing is, a lot of people come to frequency work to fix something in their life, right? That problem where they get stuck. Yeah. And they realize, or many people realize, as they do this work, and as that thing unsticks, that what it is that they wanted or want now changes because who they are is different, like fundamentally different. Mm -hmm. So what you were concerned about, worried about, even desire, totally changes. Mm -hmm. And so... As a result, you start to realize, wait a minute, it's not just about solving this problem, which is resolving in an odd way that I never would have imagined, but what else can I be? Like, what is the potential here? Like, when I start, and then people start to want to be the highest resonating version of themselves. Mm -hmm. And they start to realize, wait a minute, this is not just about the human, this is about the infinite. This is about who I am as consciousness. Mm -hmm. What is possible as embodied consciousness? Because I get the opportunity to experience embodiment. Mm -hmm. You know, most things in the universe or the universes at different dimensional levels are not in form. So the fact that you're embodied is a really tremendous gift. And it doesn't feel like that often as a human. You know, it feels very heavy and there's all this crap happening and there's like a lot of polarity happening in the world around us and people are weird and, you know, all that sort of stuff, right? Like yeah. your body hurts or whatever is happening, yeah. right? We have all these concerns. However, we have this spectacular opportunity to be able to feel things as much as we do, to have sensuality and to um, have the tremendous joy of that transcending that what we consider to be limited to mm -hmm. find again our limitlessness mm -hmm. to experience our infiniteness and that is in every way it's not just like a, a intellectual idea it's how we feel which gives us a sense of and access to like more abundance more magic more alignment all that stuff but we get to experience a much much different potential than we would if we weren't able to clear all this distortion and this is like kind of, not just kind of, this is what it means to be entering into the higher level um, resonance of the new consciousness that we've been talking about, right? right? Where it's a very different order mm -hmm. in terms of what is even possible, like mm. what we get to experience. Right. So, wow. That is so exciting. Yeah. Yeah. All these five things just sound like, isn't this what you'd want yeah. as a human? Yeah. Like, these are really, really important. Yeah. Yay. Thank you so much. So this is a podcast to refer to people that are like, what are you doing? <laughs> What's frequency work? They're like, here, here. This what is what it is. is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's rich. Yeah, yeah. totally. Cool. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. For those of you who are new, we're about to start the Group Frequency Calibration, or GFC. This is the most important part of this episode because it's where we actually do the frequency work and where change is catalyzed. So I invite you to settle in and get comfortable. You can sit stand or lie down, or if you prefer to walk around slowly, you could even do that too. If during the GFC you find that you start falling asleep, even if you didn't feel tired when you started, just let yourself drift off. That just means that the frequencies are really high and it's more efficient for you to be asleep to integrate them. 
If this happens, it's good to listen to the GFC portion again a few times until you can stay awake for the whole thing. That's how you'll know you've integrated those higher resonating frequencies. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find that they go into varying degrees of altered state. Please definitely do not drive while listening to this. Okay, here we go. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration for Frequency Fundamentals Revisited. So the intention for this particular GFC is to help you come into the center point or what I call the zero point of space and time more easily and with more refinement and also to give you uh, more momentum wherever you are, okay, in terms of your frequency work journey, okay. Becoming aware of your body, please. And as you become aware of your body, becoming aware of the um, right side of your body, okay? So meaning the from your crown all the way over the right side of your skull, your face, your neck, over the top of your right shoulder, down your right arm, to the right hand, down your right side, over the right hip, down the side of the right leg, all the way down to the right side of the foot. Just becoming aware of this plane of the body. Just noticing what that side of the body or that plane of the body is touching. Noticing if it's more at ease or more tense than the left or even the center of the body. Noticing the temperature of it. Good. Excellent. And now please notice the space between the balls of your feet and the pads of your toes. Mm -hmm. You don't really think about this area very much. So just bringing your awareness to this space. On both feet, they're not the same. <clears throat> so first one and then the other. Good. And now please become aware of your breath. And as you become aware of your breath, just noticing it for a moment, perhaps even for the first time today.
And after you've noticed it for a couple of breaths, noticing if you feel compelled to change it or if you can just be with it. Now allowing for your breath to become more full. So allow it to deepen and drop further into the body. Yeah. Good. And as your breath deepens and slows down, becoming aware of the direction of your breath. So for most people, they'll imagine their breath coming out in front of them or perhaps behind them. In this case, please imagine your breath becoming spherical, expanding and contracting in all directions around you, like a sphere that grows larger, and then contracts a bit, grows larger, contracts a bit, or however else you become aware of your breath as becoming spherical. Whatever you imagine or become aware of is great. Good. Excellent. And now please become aware of your surroundings. Mm -hmm. Becoming aware of the texture of the air around you. So what does that mean? That means things like its relative humidity, the temperature of it. If the air feels heavy today, okay, sometimes it's a quality of the air that feels heavier, or if it feels lighter. Okay. For some of you, you'll even be able to detect Things like if it's heavier with smoke or smog or fog or something, that affects the texture of the air. And then noticing its movement. And it may even be a bit of a contrast. So meaning that if you're in a warm room and a window is slightly cracked, and you can feel a cold breeze coming in, and that cold breeze moves and intermingles in the warmth of the air heated around you. Noticing that. Good. And then whenever you're ready, blinking your eyes open and noticing the quality of the light. 
So you're not looking at anything particular with your eyes open. You're simply noticing the quality of the light. It's different all the time. We just don't notice it. Whether it's the light of fall or smack in the middle of summer or perhaps even winter, it's different. The time of the day, what the weather is doing. Noticing the quality of the light. Good. And now, for those of you who are more experienced and like to triangulate with your eyes closed, you can go ahead and do that. But for everyone else, including those of you who are new, please keep your eyes open and triangulate, which means to become aware of this three inanimate objects in the space around you and becoming aware of each object and the distance between that object and you. <clears throat> and then feeling the distance between the object and you. So for example, if object A is the sofa, you would notice the distance between the sofa and you is seven feet, approximately. And then you'd feel that distance between the sofa and you. Okay? And you would do that same thing for objects B and C. And as you do this, your sense of where you are in space will come more into focus, okay? will become more precise, and will become more present for you. Good. Excellent. And if you want to know why being more centered in the zero of space is important, there is a Mastering Your World Through Frequencies episode on the zero point of space. Okay. So whenever you have completed triangulating, and if your eyes are open, closing your eyes, and bringing your attention now, please, to the heart space in the center of your chest in your nipple line, all the way down to the xiphoid process which is right at the base of your sternum. Your sternum is that big, thick bone in the center of your chest where your ribs meet in front of your body. If you trace the sternum with your finger and it goes from bone to flesh, that fleshy point is where it's a little tender when you press on it. That's your xiphoid process. Mm-hmm. Good. So, connecting these two points in a straight line. Let's take a nice deep breath here together, holding your breath for a count of five. And whenever you're ready, releasing that breath 
with the speed and intensity you prefer, holding your breath at the bottom of that breath or that exhaled breath out for a count of six. And whenever you finish that one long deep breath, just breathing normally. And what we're doing as we breathe together here is that we're waiting for the mastermind to coalesce and to become coherent. So while we wait for that, for those of you who are new, please know that I'm working on you at the group and subgroup level, and that I often work in silence and I'm doing that because I'm working at very high frequencies. And if I make physical noise, it only drops the resonance, which doesn't help you. Okay, so if you don't hear me, just know that I am working on you. And I also make sound. So you may hear me hum or yawn or exhale sharply. And that's just how I often, but not always, tend to release stickier, heavier distortion patterns. So for now, breathing normally, keeping your attention on that line between the heart and the xiphoid process. Good. So now that the mastermind has uh, come together, We're going to ask ourselves the following question to ourselves. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And that question again, for those of you who are new, is how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And as you ask yourself that question, Please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of the space at the center of your body. And as you become aware of this vast space, mm -hmm. becoming aware of a brilliance at its very center. And because you have your attention on it, this brilliance gets brighter, more intense. And it starts to expand outwards through your cells. through your organs, mm -hmm. out through your bones, your muscles, and your flesh. expanding further out through the pores of your skin into the space 
between your physical body and the outer perimeter of your spirit body, which is a sphere at arm's length all around you. Please notice the brilliance within the sphere. Good. Yeah. And now please become aware of the infinite space all around the sphere. And as you become aware of this infinite space, I'm raising your frequency resonance, or pulling it up rather, irrespective of where it began. Now, how high your frequency resonance is dictates everything from what your reality looks like, how you perceive it, how much you can impact it, how much distortion you can release, and how quickly you can integrate. So this is one of the most important things we do together. Whether you feel anything or not is not important. Some of you feel a lot, some of you feel nothing. Neither is better, they're just different. Yeah. Very good. Excellent. Uh, bring your attention, please, to your heart space in the center of your chest. Mm -hmm. All right. So this has to do with resistance to coming into uh, the zero point. Okay. So uh, some of you don't like coming into the zero point because you have challenge with... Um, well, being centered in the body, okay, for different reasons, because you had trauma or you associated with pain or you're just kind of floaty and you don't like being anchored in the body. Uh, some of you have time distortion. There's a lot of reasons why you might resist being in the zero point of space and time. Starting to release some of these patterns. Okay, there's a variety of them depending on what subgroup you're in. And why does it matter that you get into the zero point? It's because it's from this base that you have the most momentum the most stability, the most groundedness, the most ability to impact and influence your physical reality. 
This is one of the most important things to master. If you can't master this, you can't master the reality. It's just the way it is. Excellent. Bring your attention now, please, to the center point of your solar plexus, which is between your belly button and the base of your sternum. So if you find that center point, yeah, I'm going to help pull you into the zero point of space, which is right here in the center of your body and time. Excellent. Very good. And now, helping to release this pattern still in that um, center of that solar plexus, in addition to the center of the heart space, we're just releasing this uh, fear of the unknown. Okay. And for a small subgroup of you, it's the fear of like not knowing how fast this change can be and whether it's just going to be too much. Okay, so just helping to release this okay, so that you can come into a greater space of trust. Your speed will go exactly at the speed that you can handle. Okay, so you're often stronger than you think.
Good. Bring your attention to the xiphoid process right at the base of the sternum. And about three inches or seven centimeters directly beneath it in a straight line down towards the belly button. We're clearing out the pain body, which only takes a couple of seconds. But if we don't do this, then it's harder because the pain body remembers you before the frequency work was done. And if we don't take a couple of seconds to clear this out, it makes your integration slower and harder because you're always smacking up against the memory of the you that your pain body holds. Okay, this is the older version of you. So that's why we're releasing this. Good. This brings us to the end of this group frequency calibration. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. If the topic of this GFC resonates with you, it's very likely that more work than can be provided in this one GFC is needed to clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, usually there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this one session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit sphericalluminosity.com for more targeted support. If you like an opportunity to ask me questions in real time, then subscribe to the Spherical Luminosity YouTube channel and click the reminder bell to be notified when I'm about to go on live. For the latest news about upcoming events and to be notified when sessions with me are released, subscribe to our newsletter. Join us and let's rise together. <laughs>